Welcome back to another edition of Hashtag Alvarado Excellence. And lo and behold, we are doing our, we're, we're not holding out a month this time. We're actually back-to-back weeks. For the, I think the first time since early this early, early this fall. semester, I yeah. guess. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're getting a new trend started. Right. A, just, new, a new streak, right? right we're going to end the year the way Strong. we're going to do all of next year. Right, there, there you go. go. All right. So, um, first of all, did you have a nice three-day weekend? I did. I was telling Miss Wood this morning, it seemed like the longest three, not because anything good or bad, it just, it, it was a long weekend. It was great. And I was, you know, ready to get back at it this morning. So, right. good deal. How right. about you? Did, yeah, it was good. Uh, had fun, played some golf with some friends, took uh, Kensington to the NCAA gymnastics championships at uh, the Dickies Arena in Fort Worth on Saturday. And she loved every minute of that. So, I bet. It was all good. It I, was a good weekend. I came in, my wife was watching that, and she oh, yeah. said, this is in fourth. And I was like, yeah, Mr. Brown and his daughter are there, and she thought that was really cool that you were able to take her there. I mean, you know, her passion. And, right. Um, and, man, it looked really exciting. Right as I was coming in, it was coming down to the final, I guess, performances or whatever, and it was right. really close. And so were you all there to see that? The Yeah, we were there for the, the whole thing Saturday, and uh, she was – she had her heart set on Florida for some reason. I guess there's yeah. a, a girl with blue hair for Florida that's apparently really good, I guess. I, last name is Thomas, I think. But So she loves that girl. Okay. And, uh, so she did her little Florida thing and got a 10. Again. I guess she got 10, 10 on Thursday and Saturday. Wow. And uh, so then it came down to, I guess, the Florida last person on the floor in the Oklahoma, I guess, had a last person on the beam or whatever. Right. The yeah. That's- Florida girl had to win by, like, Point three tenths of a point or something. I had a better score and right. she ended up not quite doing it. But uh, she was sad they didn't win, but she had a blast. She had a lot of fun. It looked it looked really exciting, and that's great that we have the opportunity to see stuff like that in our you know oh, in yeah. our area of the state. Oh yeah, definitely. It was fun. I'm sure uh, if they'll be if they're back, I'm sure we'll be back. Yeah. We- <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, for starters, last Monday night at the board meeting. We hired a couple of new administrators. Not, I don't know hires right word, but approved a couple of new administrators for next school year, and those are intermediate school principal Sarah Stevens, who is will be taking over for Miss Kim Grant, who is retiring at the end of the year, and then the Lillian Elementary School assistant principal Ashley Hamill will be taking over for Miss Van Winkle, Miss Van Winkle Thomas, who has decided to go back into the classroom after this year. So, a very exciting night and a. Always exciting to, to hire new administrators, new teachers, new, anything, but uh, to hire a, a leader of an, a campus and an, an assistant principal, uh, those are those are big jobs uh, that have a lot of responsibility, and it's just, just fun to, to see their excitement, see everybody's excitement around that night. Yeah, it's a, it's a big step, and we know that Ms. Stevens has already been serving in, as an assistant principal, but to, to become the principal of a campus, is, it really is a, a monumental uh, uh, life change in a sense in my in my opinion right. oh, and yeah. so we're excited for her and the intermediate school we're excited for miss grant and and her retirement as she's put in many dedicated years to alvarado isd on on several campuses she's one of the rare individuals that have worked at you know junior high south and the intermediate school she's done a fantastic job and then we're getting someone new uh, miss hamill is coming to us from cleveland isd and so that's exciting too you know and uh I was. I'm glad you you added that to the podcast this morning because it is really important. And it, you know, I think sometimes we get real busy and we just continue mm-hmm. on with the. Hey, this is another 
another hire or whatever, and we move on. But they should be celebrated, and 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 then you know we got to get behind them and support them as they take on these new roles. You know, talking about Miss Stevens has been at she was a teacher at intermediate, went to South as the assistant principal, and now back as the principal at intermediate. And you know, just as for me, you know, we had those interviews a couple of weeks ago, and we had five people interviewed, and some of them had already been principals and had been assistant principals for a longer time than Miss Stevens. But as you're you're sitting there listening and you and Miss Stevens comes in and it was just from the from the get go it was like wow what have you know we've not that we've made her who she is but you know she's come up through the Alvarado ISD system as a as a teacher and then an assistant principal and for me personally it was not even close. No. <laughs> you know, as a despite the, the experience of the other candidates, you know, Miss Stevens was far and above, you know, the the person who should be in that spot and who's gonna lead that campus to to, to great things here in the near future and, and kind of pick up the mantle that Miss Grant has already kind of carried up the mountain. Right. And she'll take it from there and, and take it even greater places. So uh, it was just a – it was good to see, you know, the the fruits of our labor uh, shining in, in Miss Stevens as she was interviewing against some outside people with much more experience. Uh, you know, and a lot of people don't know that she served as an educational assistant at North also. So right. – you know, it's like you said, it's really cool to see someone come up through the ranks. And I, I referenced the picture you took of the 4 by 2 the girls' relay right. district, and we won that, uh, what, what seemed like by a mile. And, mm-hmm. and I, I said the interviews were about the same way. Right. <laughs> that position. That's a, that's, a, that's a great example. All right, and then also last week we had the, I guess this is actually two weeks ago, or was it? It was last, last <coughs> Wednesday. I apologize. Last Wednesday. My dates are all kind of mixed up. So last Wednesday we had the area FFA competition for the CDE, and you have to forgive me. Career, career development education. There you go. So they had the career development education competition, and we did have one team, the entomology team, that advanced to state. They finished fourth overall at the area competition, and so Caden Moore, Amber Campbell, and Tyler Payne will all be competing at state on Saturday at Saturday, Texas Tech. Right. We got a couple of state competitors this Saturday, right? I think robotics, junior high robotics, is yep, this Saturday. Also this Saturday. So we'll, it's pretty cool. You know, like you said, that you're getting their dates mixed up, and I'm, <laughs> I feel the same way right now. There are so many of our activities, which is great because they're going on and competing at the the you know area, regional, state level. But it is uh, it, it, there's a lot going on, <laughs> right? And so and then let's talk about that for a second. The robotics this weekend, they are in. Bastrop? No. Round Rock. They're in the Austin area <laughs> Saturday for their competition. We started out with just two teams going to state. I say just two teams, like yeah. there should be four or five. So we started with two teams going to state. And then a couple weeks ago we found out they were able to put a third team together to go to state as well. And so uh, congratulations to Miss Ferris and all those kids at the junior high uh, who competed uh, in Ferris right. uh, last month and they get a chance to compete and shine on Saturday at the state robotics competition and really excited to, to see how high they can finish. I know we've had some top 10 finishers in the past. Right. I know they went into the area meet at Ferris, not as the top two or three, you know, there and had a couple upsets and, and were able to come back and, and finish as the top two qualifiers and now three really. Uh, so a, a great job and I'm excited to see what they do on Saturday. Yeah, it really, it really is exciting, and I have no doubt they're going to do well. Also, last week we had the regional tennis tournament in Longview. We talked about it on the podcast, and we did have a third place team finish. 
Uh, Jackson Meyer and Ryan Murray and boys doubles finished third. And so they are the alternate team going to state. And, you know, even though you're not a top two advancing to state being third and being that alternate, cause you never know what's going to happen. That's right. Is uh, nothing to hang your head about it in the state of Texas. And <clears throat> a lot of people don't know region two is really strong in tennis. And so it's tough to be up in, in those top teams. So to be an alternate to state is quite an honor. And then I feel like we're there's a there's a lot that happened last week. There was there was. <laughs> we also had the district track meet over at Midlothian Heritage, and advancing to the area meet, we had nine boys events and six girls events that moved on, and they will be competing at the area meet this Thursday at Kincaid Stadium in Dallas. And the district we we are in is in a, is unbelievably difficult. It, it Life is. Life walks Midlothian Heritage, Godley's good, Hillsboro yeah. is good. You got to take it up a level though, because now you're going to be competing with all the the Dallas ISD schools, schools, you know, yeah. Carter, Wilmer Hutchins, and all those kind of all those guys. And it's a uh, it's a it's another level in the district meet, but I have no doubt that we'll have some kids that'll compete and uh, and find their way out of the area meet. We have a, a couple really good girls relays teams. You mentioned one a minute ago. Uh, right now, I believe it's the four by two that's the second ranked relay in the area. Uh, we'll see if they can maintain that. Maybe right. flips Carter. Who knows. But uh, exciting times with the boys and girls uh, track teams. It's, you know, and I think it's exciting for Alvarado ISD. There was a time when people, not just in Alvarado, but in the state, I think were thinking track was dead in a sense. Of, right. But it, there's been a, a resurgence not only here in, in our district and thanks to our coaches, and Coach Malone's overall leadership, but the, all of our track coaches. But, I mean, like you said, I mean, it's it's fantastic track teams in our in our region in our area it is it is tough and so it's it'll be an exciting day thursday i know we're, we're going to do well right i mean it's a you know the the area meet was added a few years ago where you used to take four four kids from district to the regional meet right now they wanted to reduce the amount of kids so they took top four to area and then top two from area to go to state does that sound right well they go from area to, to regional or area to regional is what yeah. i meant so you know we talk about the the region's good but really, if you get out of you get yeah, out of you this get out area, of the area, just <laughs> with our district and that Dallas ISD district, you have a pretty good chance of getting out of the regional meet because typically, at least in the running events, those are going to be your top two times are coming out of our area meet. Yeah, and I'm talking to Coach Malone at the district meet. She was sharing some of the different time comparisons, and you're exactly right. In our region, all the top times are coming from our area schools. And then Thursday night. I unfortunately was not able to be there, but we did have our Shack family night at Charles Head Stadium, our uh, student health advisory committee. And uh, I know you were there, so I know you want to take a couple minutes to talk about how great it was. I, I'll just say this. So we probably could have a whole other podcast for it. <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. I'm really blown away. The, you know, the night before Good Friday, a three-day weekend, you just don't think that many people will come out. We fed over 500. Wow. We ran out of food, oh. and and when it was first come first serve, yeah. but I I and I'm not sure everybody agrees with me, but just looking at how many people were getting food and going into the stands, I, I believe there was probably closer to a thousand, closer to a wow. thousand than it was 500, and I can't commend the people, the educators that participated, helped, volunteered, plan, organized, set up, clean up, you know, clean up. I mean, they were fantastic. I mean. Seriously, I thought, who's going to volunteer the night before a three-day weekend? Yet we had educators everywhere, and it's literally one of the best community events we've ever had, if if not the best. Uh, 
not just because of attendance. The weather was fantastic. We had a lot of vendors there. They were very pleased, obviously, with the turnout and were asking how can we do, you know, be a part of the district and what the, what's going on in the school district. And uh, Nurse Davis uh, and others, you know, dressed up and were there for the kids. And I know the kids enjoyed it. So, uh, like I said, I, it was after 830, I think, and I looked down the track and I saw um, Dr. Nunez, Mr. Ransom, and, and Mr. Radcliffe, and they were locking things up and putting stuff up. And there was a, a huge sense of pride to be associated with educators and a team like we have here in Alfred ISD. So thanks for putting it on the podcast. You probably oh. want me to move on, but no, you're good. It's, it really, it really says a lot about our school district. When you look at our core values and it's not, we don't just print those and put them on the wall. You saw them, you know, and then you do that anyway, you know, all throughout right. the district. So anyway, great night. Uh, kudos to the shack. Uh, they did a phenomenal job. Awesome. I'm glad to hear all that. And then Educator Appreciation Night is tomorrow night. We talked about it last week, but we didn't get to do one in the fall like we've done in the past during football season, and so we elected to to push it to the spring, and we're going to do it with the baseball softball games tomorrow night. They are both hosting Venus, and uh, I know it's going to be senior night for the boys. I don't know about the girls, but I know the baseball is going to be having senior night. And educators, come uh, get your uh, hot dogs and, and drinks and chips and all that kind of good stuff, and uh, we'll have a, a raffle, uh, have some prizes for everybody. Uh, it's free for all educators. And we will be uh, set up right outside the, the gate. You'll see us, see wherever you find the grill, you'll find the tables and all that kind of <laughs> good stuff. So uh, come out and join us starting at 5 o'clock tomorrow night, and we'll be there uh, till the end of the games, I guess, and uh, or until the food's gone. <laughs> <laughs> and lots of lots of great prizes. So it'll be it'll be fun. Last time we did this and we gave away such great prizes, it was it a was, uh, Pretty electric environment in there when we're doing the drawings. So right. It'll be great. All right, then we also have, starting next week, early voting for the bond election. I know it. Uh, it's only been since February since we've called it, but it feels like it's been like two years for some reason. I don't know why <laughs> this spring has been creeping by, but it's the election is finally here. And uh, like we talked about before on a couple different podcasts, uh, election for – uh, some new school buildings, a new gym at the high school, a new baseball softball fields at the high school on two different propositions. And uh, like I said, early voting starts next Monday. All voting will be here at the administration building. Early voting uh, runs until May 3rd, and then election day, May 7th, uh, will also be here at the administration building. And uh, if you have any questions or anything, feel free to shoot anybody any administrator an email, they can answer the question for you or go to alvaredoisdbond.net and you can find the uh, presentations. Uh, what else is on there? Frequently uh, asked questions. Frequ- frequently asked questions. Anything you could possibly need, we hope, is on that website. And if it's not on the website, you can't find the answer you want, reach out to us. We'll get an answer for you. And one of the questions has been asked several times is what's going to happen if it does not pass? And right. we don't like to think that way, but uh, – Recently, or as recent as about a week ago, we had someone that attended a conference and they were seated at a table with a school district that had failed a bond election. And they were saying the extreme measures they're having to go through to accommodate all the students that are are new, you know, new scholars to their district. And even talking, you know, talking about portables and crowded classrooms and not enough restrooms and those types of things. And so, 
if you if you have questions, please reach out. We want to answer, and as you stated on the podcast before, we want informed and educated voters. When you, we're not going to tell you how to vote, but we certainly want you to be informed and educated about what's going to be occurring in the next few years here in our in our school district. All voting is here at the administration building, and uh, so we're we're excited to get early voting kicked off next week. All right, then on the athletic side of things, uh, baseball. Uh, split a couple of games last week, dropped a, a district game to Godley, uh, but rebounded to beat Castleberry 12 to nothing on Friday. I had the score wrong there on my paper. Sorry about that. Or, I'm sorry, on Thursday. They played on Thursday at Castleberry. Uh, currently uh, ranked number 24 in the state, 14-5 and five overall. Uh, softball uh, dropped a district game last week to Godley. Uh, they are now 4-2 and two in district and 24-1 and one overall. And as of last week, we're ranked number 10 in the state, uh, so both teams having a, a fantastic season. Regular season's wrapping up the next couple of weeks, and then we'll get into the playoffs, and that's when the real fun starts, right? And so right. Uh, uh, look out for the baseball and softball teams and come watch them tomorrow night. That's uh, right. For, for Educator Appreciation Night. And then also later this week, Chandler Clay, uh, Senior Chandler Clay will be playing at the regional golf tournament on Wednesday and Thursday, and that is at the Van Zant Country Club in Canton, Texas as she was the top individual finisher at our district meet a couple weeks ago, uh, the top individual not associated with a team that is advancing to regionals. Right. So congratulations to Chandler, and we'll be cheering her on on Wednesday and Thursday at the regional golf tournament. Anything else you want to go over before we go to our calendar for the week? I just mentioned that the junior ROTC had their ball this okay. weekend, and – so they always do a very classy job. It's like a formal prom almost in, in right. a sense uh, where they actually sit down and have a very formal dinner and then they have dancing afterwards and they have a speaker. And one of our alumni, uh, his, his name is Captain William Burgess. He was the first cadet battalion commander here in Alvarado when we put our program in mm. back in uh, two, the fall of 2003 and he was the 2004-2005 Battalion cadet battalion battalion commander, and now he's leading his own ROTC program at a at a college in Kentucky. Wow. And so it was great to have him back and honor uh, our JROTC program. Colonel Spencer was back, so it was great to to see him. And Sergeant Austin was honored as uh, he's planning to retire at the conclusion of this year. And but it was a, overall it was a fantastic uh, excuse me fantastic night. Just real proud. We had several board members there supporting that. On Easter weekend, and so the support in Alvarado is, is really strong, but they did a great job. Kudos to uh, Sergeant First Class Austin. Awesome. Very good. All right, our calendar for the next week, uh, I think we already went over most of it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Tuesday, we have softball and baseball versus Venus, and that's also Educator Appreciation Night. Uh, Wednesday and Thursday, we have regional golf uh, for Chandler Clay in Canton. And then also Thursday is the area track meet, and that is at Kincaid Stadium in Dallas, and that will be an all-day event. And Friday, softball and baseball travel to Hillsboro. And then Saturday, uh, entomology will be at State at Texas Tech, and then State Robotics will be in the Austin area. We believe. It may be San Antonio. One of those areas. One of those <laughs> south, south of Alvarado. Right. But uh, also our choir, our high school choir competes right. at – Solo, on, or I mean, concert and sight reading contests on Thursday also. And that is in Granbury. Granbury. At 10 and 11.30, I believe. Okay. All right. Well, very good. Anything else you want to add? 
Nope. Just uh, thank you for right. putting this together in two weeks in a row. So we'll go for three next week. I know, right? All right, very good. And until next time, hashtag Alvarado Excellence. <laughs>